You're listening to A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego, a San Diego Comic-Con weekly podcast covering all the SDCC news from the last seven days. This is Season 2, Episode 17, recorded on the 15th of February, 2015, the day after the open online badge registration. This is our Aftermath show, with guests Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CCI.com forum, Jeff Mueller from the Jerd.com, and Tony Kim from Crazy for Comic-Con. This episode has prizes provided by Dark Bunny Tees. Head to darkbunnytees.com for their absolutely incredible limited edition movie-themed t-shirts. You won't be disappointed. Hi there, it's Sunday the 22nd of February 2015, it's 136 days to San Diego Comic Con, it's uh, 19 weeks to go. Um, this is a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego with myself and Sultana, and I've just suddenly realised I haven't got my cup of tea to hand. This is so embarrassing, the cup is over there. I, I was, I've been running around and getting everything all sorted out for this hangout and uh, so I'm talking to I guess, and I haven't got my cup of tea to hand. I may just actually, when someone's talking a little bit later, just sort of like nip off and sort myself out. Um, welcome along. This is a weekly hangout where we talk San Diego Comic Con. It's the day after the open online badge registration, which happened yesterday. Um, it was um, a <laughs> it was um, eventful. I think you can safely say it was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, and we're going to be talking about all of that, absolutely. Um, the way you can interact with us here on the Hangout is, of course, best way is on the um, Q&A on the uh, Google Plus Hangouts. Um, if you want to uh, sign in, let us know where you're watching from, because it is Comic-Con International, and we have viewers from uh, across the globe. Do let us know where you're watching from. And, of course, um, you can interact with us on the Twitters uh, if you want to use the hashtag CutOTSDCC. Very quickly, I want to cover the competition that we ran last week, and also the competition we ran uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Ghostbusters competition. Someone did actually say, by the way, you didn't actually mention what the uh, answer was. You're quite right. The, uh, the telephone number that was on screen on the film Ghostbusters to advertise to get the Ghostbusters, uh, they're ready to believe you, 555-2368. You're absolutely right. Uh, last week's competition was to win a Fox Catcher T-shirt, courtesy of our uh, fantastic sponsors, uh, Dark Bunny Tees. Uh, they are provide, or they have provided a number of T-shirts uh, last week during the live hangout. Uh, but we've also going to give away uh, some uh, promo codes. The deadline cut off 15 minutes ago. The winners are uh, Andrew, which is Demon Slayer uh, 1971, uh, Stephen, uh, which is Stephen M Chan, and uh, oh, is it Chan or Chen? I'd have to check my handwriting. And Jesse, uh, the seventh candidate, congratulations. You are the ones that correctly identified the five categories for uh, Foxcatcher for tonight's uh, Academy Awards, which is Best Actor, which is Steve Carell, Best Supporting Actor, Mark Ruffalo, Makeup and Hair, Best Original Screenplay, and uh, Best Director, Bennett Miller. Congratulations to you, uh, you three. We'll be getting in contact with you soon, and you can exchange those codes on Dark Bunny Tees. Dot com. If you've not checked out that website before, it is quite simply one of the best sites out there for movie-themed T-shirts 
Uh, they do t-shirts which are just slightly away from the actual topic of the uh, of the, the film that's uh, on discussion. You kind of like have to know the film. They're brilliantly designed. Uh, Alex and the entire team at Dark Bunny Tees, thank you very much indeed for supplying us with those codes. Right. Uh, we've got some great guests, and uh, let's introduce them to you now. Uh, my regular partner in crime. Thank you very much indeed to Alyssa Franks. How are you doing, Alyssa? Um, not sleeping well. I uh, thankfully yesterday got got a good night's sleep, but uh, in prep for the badge sale, and thankfully it it seemed to go fairly smoothly on the forum, which was good. On on, on the forum, I'm th- I think we get to discuss one or two hiccups that ha- uh, happened generally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were there were one or two. We'll we'll cover those. I mean, what was the general, what was the general mood on the forum? The general mood was good. Um, it seemed like uh, most of the badge buying groups did well. Um, that they were able to get, if not most of everything uh, that people wanted, at least a good a good way towards it. Um, the group concept worked well. I think we had a total of seven groups for um, uh, about 20, 20 to probably 50 people. Some of the groups have been around for three, two or three years now. So they really had a, a friendship and com- camaraderie. Uh, Jeff <laughs> had, uh, we, Jeff and I ran into an interesting, um, fallout from, <laughs> from, a manifestation of an issue uh, with regards to one of the groups, and, and Jeff uh, was wasn't sure that a, he tried to buy his own badge, and he wasn't sure that he had gotten it till about a half an hour, forty five minutes after the sale. Is that correct, Jeff? Yeah, something close to that. It was, it was a little confusing. I'll just leave it at that for right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that leads me on to uh, my next guest, um, who uh, we invited back from last week, Jeff Mueller from uh, The Mighty Jet. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Listen, I, I, there was one of two ways I was coming into this this uh, cast today, <laughs> and luckily I'm coming in smiling. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I can't complain. Brilliant. I mean, I think it was definitely an example of how badge teams work, but, I mean, I was reading your timeline as I was keeping an eye on things over the course of uh, the hour. And um, certainly it was, um, the, 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 you could almost see your uh, expression down your tweets as you were just getting more and more frustrated. Well, I mean, I, I ran, I, I'm pretty sure in about three hours I ran the full spectrum of human emotions. I, I went from just from grief to anger to happiness to depression back to happiness. It, it, was, it, was, it was just a whirlwind of emotions for me, but in the end it worked out and, and I'm here smiling. Brilliant. We will be talking to you very shortly about your experience then, because uh, obviously that's uh, one of the reasons why uh, we would like to, uh, like to have you back. But um, we have ourselves somebody, uh, an old friend, somebody we haven't seen for a while. Tony, Kim, how are you doing, sir? Oh, hello. Oh, yes. Well, hang on. Let me, doing good. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me just uh, throw that into the mix as well then. <laughs> There you go, that's my uh, contribution. Oh, excellent. Hey, thanks for having me back. Hey, it's a pleasure. It's been a long time. How are you keeping? I'm doing great. And, uh, you know, just so excited about uh, Comic-Con with the batch sales. And just, you know, I know that uh, we all talk about it year-round, but I think after last night's or yesterday's uh, sale, um, I think it just got me really excited. And I think it got the whole community in a buzz. And so I'm, I'm ready to jump back into all these 
crazy conversations. <laughs> well, I mean, you've been kind of um, away doing other things in terms of like moderating. I've been seeing, looking at your uh, timeline on Twitter and uh, on the on the group with much interest. I mean, you've been a busy boy. I mean, uh, highlights for you so far since we spoke to you last. Uh, yeah, I mean, it just, it's been really fun. I've been very um, uh, grateful to have some opportunities to be involved with some other conventions. And, uh, you know, I love the fact that now there is a convention somewhere around the world every weekend of the year. And uh, it's great to be a part of the conversation when it comes to things, artist work and creativity and multicultural conversation and casting news and, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, it's been really awesome. And, uh, yeah, just great. Because uh, I know that you've been uh, moderating a couple of panels as well. Which uh, which ones have uh, stuck out for you, which you've been uh, involved in? Uh, you know, last, uh, I guess, two, a few weekends ago, I was involved with Portland Comic Con, and I had a chance to uh, moderate the Stephen Amell panel, the um, green, basically Arrow, I guess. And, you know, that was all really awesome. He's a super sweet guy, really humble. He had his family backstage, very you know, a family man. And uh, he was he was great. And then um, I think the, the funniest moment uh, was I was moderating the um, Alan Tudyk panel, uh, the you know Wash from Firefly, and we both realized that we went to high school together, and we actually knew each other. Whoa! No and, way! Yeah, I, you know, it just it never really dawned. I mean, it was a long time ago, and and it never really dawned on me that it was the same Alan and. We were, uh, I basically, when I was reading his biography before the, his panel, I was like, oh, my gosh, we went to high school. And then it just sort of like the, 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 the light bulb <laughs> went off that we were friends and we knew each other. So I brought that up. And we had a good old laugh. And, uh, yeah, so it was crazy. I never had anything like that happen before. So This is why we like having Tony on. The name drops that he brings <laughs> are immense. We love it. Uh, fantastic. Um what was um, what were you doing yesterday in terms of the badge sale? Were you involved? What what was your take on that? Oh, you know, just uh, offering a lot of uh, useless and pointless uh, snarky comments and uh, <laughs> trying to do as much misdirection as I could to uh, <laughs> cause a ruckus. Um, but you know, I didn't. Um, I wasn't necessarily in it for the uh, the badge hunts, but just trying to give like a lot of you guys were just uh, live updates and and just some help. I mean, there was, it's so interesting. I don't know what, what program do you guys, I, I use TweetDeck. Do you guys use TweetDeck or something like similar to that? Um, I, I just, well, I was just using the straightforward Twitter um, okay. uh, app. Um, so just trying so to keep up, the reason why I ask is just trying to keep up with the sheer volume of SDCC uh, hashtag. It is, it is incredible. Like I, I couldn't, I felt like I was playing like, uh, um, you know, the, at the, the game where you like have to knock the gophers down with the hammer, you know, like it was just whack-a-mole. Yeah, whack-a-mole. It was like the tweets were happening so fast. I just my mouse couldn't couldn't keep up with the amount of questions and comments and issues, and so it's it is uh, it takes a small army to just try to keep up with with everything's going on. I, I mean, it, I think a lot of people were really uh, on the Twitter very helpful in spreading as much information as they could and keeping everybody in. Uh, 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 informed. Um, at which point I would turn around and say, I think Comic-Con themselves uh, did a great job. However, um, Alyssa is, uh, we were kind of talking before we came on air, I think there may be a conflicting view uh, on that one. So, um, 
we'll what I noticed and, and the comments that they were making before and the sending out of the emails and the, the difficulties with getting into the member ID system, that was all great and A plus for that. What I was trying to address was the, the messaging in the status bar was to my mind I mean, where's the Star Wars references? You know, where's the geeky stuff? There, there wasn't anything really fun in there. It was all, oh yeah, we're going along, we're selling badges, and it's like, you know, I wanted something to keep me interested and active, and and I would give them a C minus for that. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought they did their um their usual uh, fun and games, and they threw in some. Uh, they did the Unite the Seven gag, which was good. Uh, they, did, um, they did. They did a number, but I think they, they did, did it on the. Pre- they did a Benedict Cumberbatch reference as well, so there's a Absolutely. few here. Yeah. Okay, well, I, maybe I didn't. I just didn't catch it as much, you know, as as. Uh, uh, but I, I, it wasn't as uh, poignant and as funny as it has been in years past, and and so that that was my one comment. <laughs> okay, I, I know that. So, I, I thought just in general, um, them adding some of the comments is a pretty huge step for Comic-Con over the past couple of years because it really humanizes the organization. It kind of takes the edge off. And so, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Any little bit just sort of helps make a uh, pretty stressful situation a little easier to... Exactly. When it came to about 10 minutes out, they, the tone obviously shifted as well. It did that with the pre-reg, that, um, uh, the pre-registration badge sale. But 10 minutes out, it's like, okay, enough of the jokes. Game face now, let's be a little bit more serious. Uh, not only that, but they were also um, struggling with their own kind of uh, issues, which we'll, we'll cover now. Let's uh, go through the timeline of what actually happened uh, yesterday. So, this is where... <laughs> it's going to be another one of those. I do apologize. Right. Um, so, I'm going to have to do a little bit of math in my head because um, I've actually got the times written down in GMT. So, bear with me. Um, we'll start with... Um, we'll, we'll, we'll translate the time here. I've got a calculator. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> well, 4 o'clock in the UK then, so 8 hours behind, so um, 8 o'clock in the morning uh, on the West Coast, and midday on... Was it? Is that, am, I, am I getting that right? I think so. Basically, the doors opened. Uh, the link was um, that had been mailed out to everybody. Uh, well, hopefully it had been ma- mailed out to everybody. Opened nope. and the waiting room um, started accepting uh, people into uh, the process. Also, I think pretty much instantly, the member ID page on the Comic Con website instantly <coughs> started freezing as people um, had either just glanced over their email and not seen that there was a registration code required, or what for whatever reason. Everyone just suddenly then um, went to the member ID page of the Comic-Con website, which was not designed to handle mammoth amount of traffic in that manner, and instantly froze. And I think I saw messages from pretty much three three minutes in with people just struggling to get into the member ID uh, page. Um, Did anyone, what was everyone's take on that when they saw those messages? Did anyone have any direct... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I jumped in about five minutes beforehand to grab my registration. I had no problem 
pulled the page up like this. My wife, on the other hand, hopped in about three or four minutes after the hour, and she just hit the just sludge pit of traffic. And uh, it took her about 15 minutes to finally get through and, and finally get her registration ID. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much of an issue it caused because you did have that entire hour to enter the registration code in. Um, but I think that initial hit that they took, uh, it was a problem. But I got to tell you, I was... I was surprised they quickly turned around the emails out to people. I thought that was a great fix. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty good save on their part. I, I'm going to have to pull up that email because I did quite like the passive-aggressive tone on it, which was <laughs> rather cool. Because it actually got um, – because I didn't I, – I was too busy looking at Twitter at this point, and so I missed the actual uh, email coming into my inbox. But it got forwarded on to me uh, by uh, Princess Dillon. Thank you very much indeed there. Uh, for doing that. I did quite like the, uh, the, the second paragraph. We have noticed that a large number of attendees have waited until the last moment to access their registration code. <laughs> Nothing like just passive-aggressive messaging from CCI there. I thought that was a, a, a nice touch. But um, it was just a case of sheer volume, and I think that's what we get with pretty much every element of uh, Comic-Con. Did, what, did anyone get an idea of what time it did start so like becoming easier for people because I think the adv- the advice was just refresh that page. I I think it took my wife about fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, I think by I think around by around eight thirty or so, I started seeing less of the complaints uh, for yeah. that. But I mean, I think lessons learned that next time anyone does this is participating in this sale to make sure to to copy all that information down beforehand. Don't rely on any website to be able to pull up. Right beforehand, because yeah, whether it's traffic or it's server issues or anything, a number of things can happen. Just relying on that resource on the morning of a sale is probably, you know, not not a good idea. No. I was in contact with a num with um, the group leaders for most of the groups in uh, on the forum, and we were getting comments up until right before the sale, um, insofar as wondering whether or not CCI would delay the sale. Um, but they 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 needed to go on with it. So uh, I I had noticed that's what I had noticed. The other thing I it seems to me that a lot of people didn't get their earlier emails. I never received an email from CCI with regards to the badge, my reg reg number or the link. I, of course, I had access to both of those inform bits of information from before, you know, through the member ID system. Uh, one tip that I would give people for the uh, member IDs and pre-reg codes is if you have multiple codes, I was working it for both my uh, my mom's code and my code, um, to put, actually take a post-it note, Japari on the forum suggested this, actually take a post-it note with that member ID number and put it right by um, on the monitor so you know which code goes to which which reg session. That was uh, one of the things that I noticed. But uh, it seemed to me that right right up until the sale, they were pretty much slammed. Um, I was getting the member ID system. Sure. I mean, you know, Alyssa, Alyssa, I talked to a number of folks that had a similar issue with the email, and 
after talking it through with them, almost all of them found it eventually um, in the in their whether their spam or something like that. I haven't. I, I'm, there's probably some out there, but I didn't talk to a lot that just it was just vanished or they never got it. But I'm sure there were some, but uh, but uh, there were a significant number of people who just you know they rather sent it to the wrong email or went to a spam folder or something like that. So I think that's just, just another another reminder is take care take care of your business like way earlier a, right. a day before the sale, whether it's it's tough. Sure. I mean, for the, for the pre-registration badge sale, with they were those two hours to prepare uh, with the waiting room. Uh, do you think that it would have possibly been a better? Because I think what they did was they when the pre-registration badge sale went so smoothly, certainly at their end, they just thought, "Hey, an hour, we can do this, not a problem at all." And then obviously these one or two issues because I've been I saw things like. People being kicked out of the waiting room, browser issues. Uh, even when they'd gone through the browser check and they got all uh, green lights, uh, they were being kicked out of the, the waiting room. So, do you think perhaps a, the another hour may have helped? You know, I'll, well, I, I like to pose a philosophical question if I could. Go for it. Um, I, so, I love San Diego Comic Con. It's my favorite convention, and um, you know, I've been. This is my tenth year going, so I've definitely seen it go from. Walking up to the um, the Mount Olympus um, that it is today, uh, but my question to you is, to you guys is, I kind of, I kind of like the fact that while I want as many people to experience San Diego Comic Con for the first time, and I, my purpose of my side is to help as many people experience it for the first time, I kind of like it that there is some hoops to jump through because I do feel like that in the morning as I'm following the tweets, I've seen so many tweets of people saying. Oh, I overslept, or I didn't know I needed my member ID, or I signed up and got my member ID late, or I didn't, you know, have my information in time. And to a point, this, I think this convention is for those people that are very serious about the show. And it's not for the casual attendee that wakes up that morning and decides they want to go. And so, uh, while I do want to make it as open to brand new people as possible, I do think that there's some sort of bar. I mean, I think it needs to be a kind of a low bar, but a bar that sort of weeds out the people who are uh, who are just very casual about it versus those that really want to go. But do you think that's a good thing? Do you think that every barrier should be removed to where it now goes from a several hundred thousand people at a time to now a million plus? It's a great question. I agree with you, Tony, and, and I said as much on the forum. We had a thread for this particular topic because they closed the member IDs um, down for the new uh, the new. Uh, member IDs three or a week or so beforehand and a lot of people new people were coming on and complaining and with the topic the my response was if if people can't get it together to do a member ID a week before the sale then how are they ever possibly going to get into Hall H and <laughs> see all of the the things that they want to get they're they're not and those are the people that will complain oh if this is a crazy place there's too you know the there's too many fanatical fans and and because they can't walk into ballroom 20 and go see an arrow panel. Yeah. So I, I'm in complete agreement with you, Tony. I think I yeah, mean, you know, they I, have to you work. Know, you know, the, the mighty Jared might be able to uh, relate to this, but, you know, if a marathon was easy, everyone would would do it, yeah. right? Yes. I mean, so there's a certain point that you have to, for those people that put the time and effort in, those are people that deserve to win. Yes. You know, it's funny that you mention that because one of the complaints I always see post ticket sale every year is the same. It's the same thing. You see five million of these posts on the on the Facebook wall or on Twitter. 
you got to redo the registration system so the real fans can go. I see that all the time, and it drives me insane. A labeling real fans versus not fans. But um, the one, I, the one that kind of got under my skin was the. Um, don't you understand that people from San Diego can't go anymore? Oh yeah, I see that too. Between the two. I, I, but I agree with Tony. I mean, I think that you know, for a convention this big that takes this much planning on Comic Con's part, the fans and the people that are attending should be willing to do a little bit of planning on their own. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, granted, I, I think we are all. The reason why we are all here is to help as many people go to the convention as possible. Yeah. But, but you know, this is the one show out of everyone that's out there that takes um, some. Pre-preparation and you know asking people to you know that, and, and that pre-preparation takes months out in advance. I will suggest that New York Comic Con is right up there. In sure. they may be a year or two behind, but they're again that the yeah. kind of preparation is required. So. Sorry, Leonard. We uh, we we really rabbit trailed on your. Uh, no, no, no. It, it, that's exactly <laughs> where we're going because um, I think there were, that first hour was where people were asking these questions. Why it was just so like the, the, the it just felt like um, it was just a hard slog. But then again, I think it's just generally going to be like that across the board because uh, I, I mean the the analogy that I use is that uh, it really is everyone driving their own. Individual rabbit, uh, their individual uh, Volvo down a rabbit hole, and when one million Volvos are trying to get down the one rabbit hole, it's going to be a bit of a car crash at the end of the day. So it, you've got to kind of know how to maneuver and get it right. So hey, hey, we don't ride, we don't drive Volvos over here. I'm saving up for the Tesla. That's all I can say. To go back to the um, the idea of uh, one hour versus two hours uh, for the for the open to to get into the member to get into the system, it might be pre-reg. You got to figure that pre-reg probably had maybe two hundred thousand people were eligible for pre-reg. And you got to wonder how many badges, how many people had a member ID and were available for the Gen Reg. And you got to figure that that was four, five times as many people as for pre-reg. So if you've got 200,000 people trying for pre-reg to get in, you had a two-hour window, and you've got six, 800,000 people, maybe, who knows? We don't, we'll, we'll never know those numbers. Um, Trying for Gen Reg, maybe a two-hour window would be prudent. Yeah, I think also with that first pre-reg as well, they were introducing the code system that was on the back of the badges. Um, whereas with this time, you're obviously introducing the registration code that you were fetching from your member right. ID. So I, I think the two hours, yeah, it would have been possibly a little bit better. So obviously the email went out uh, from uh, San Diego Comic Con or uh, CCI at um, four. Uh, sorry. Um, 8.36, see I'm doing the math in my head, 8.36 on the West Coast, 4.36 here in the UK, um, at which point um, everyone was doing their best to um, get their browsers sorted out, get the registration code sorted, and it all started to dovetail to getting everyone pretty much in line for when the um, sorting hat opened. 
or the the waiting the the session started opening, which was at nine o'clock uh, Pacific time. So the, the sorting pretty much started bang on um, nine o'clock, and fifteen minutes later, those um, uh, the people that had been introduced into the waiting room had been sorted into their registration sessions, randomly selected, and those sessions started at quarter past nine. At which point it was just a case of keeping an eye on the Comic-Con messaging, because then it was the dominoes of watching which days were going to go to get sold out. The preview night uh, badges were sold out by um, 9.33. We uh, something I wanted to bring up at this point then. Um, obviously, as Tony has said, CC, and I, I have said it on a couple of t- occasions, CCI's main intent is to try and get as many people uh, into San Diego Comic-Con as possible. Um, and one person pointed out to me that perhaps it would have been best that instead of just uh, people who didn't have preview night um, badges um, available to take part in this sale, that perhaps it could also have been extended to those who already had Saturday. What's everyone's thoughts on that? So I'm sorry. Re, re, I'm sorry. There's <laughs> not the question. What are you asking again? He's saying that um, to eliminate the people who had Saturday badges from getting a code to participate ah, in Jack okay. Reg, and that would leave a lot of disappointed people. Who didn't get a pre, you know, preview night in uh, in uh, pre-reg? Yeah. That would that would open them up to a lot of angry, even, even more criticism. Yeah, I don't know if they'd want to do that or not. I think the uh, the suggestion of the post was because at least then people had Thursday, Sunday, Friday. They they had at least three days out right. of the con. Uh, to and this uh, to um, if you, you remove people who already had Saturday in the pre-reg, at least then um, people who didn't have the Saturday in the pre-reg they have the chance to um, upgrade their ticket, uh, their badge, sorry, and also you had more badges available um, for. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. I, I think is is <laughs> is where I'm coming from. Yeah. However, however. It would be a way of limiting and getting it into more people's hands. Tony? Well, I have a question. Um, so I, I'm always for the simplest solution, less explanation, and just streamline, streamline, streamline. So are, do you guys feel like that even the pre and open registration is even the right way to go about it? Because I know that part of it is you know, honoring people who have attended the past, and then another part of it is probably maybe it's a smaller percentage, but helping with the traffic flow uh, to reduce traffic during each sale. But I don't know. Maybe I think instead of just deciding on certain days, um, just making another open registration, everyone, all, you know, all um, everyone being able to have an, an opportunity versus it being broken down to people who attended last year. I'm like I'm trying to understand the value behind that, um, and I appreciate. We all appreciate because we've been there before, have a chance to get a pre-reg uh, pre- early, but I'm just wondering if it should return back to just a flat open registration and just every man for themselves. I, I understand your point. The 
the reason why I am not an advocate of that is because I think that there's a certain amount of intrinsic value in having half of the con-going population know what they're doing uh, and being, being able to help people. Imagine if there was 130,000 new people Jesus, all, all at San Diego. Nobody would know where to go. Nobody would know where to line up. It would be difficult for the volunteers and not even talking about the cosplayers so I think that there's a value in having an educated population and that's where I that's why I've been an advocate of the pre-reg system whereas I take it from a slightly different angle of just the um, administration of the badge sales and um, I think the pre-registration allows them to introduce new um, technologies uh, introduce new elements of the uh, the process and test drive them before introducing them into the uh, open online. That, I take it from a slightly different perspective. But that's a good point. I didn't think about that, Leonard. But yeah, that might be a good way. I mean, having that smaller batch available does let them avoid the issues that they ran into. What was it three years ago where they completely revamped the system and then it was just boom, here it is, and it was a total train wreck. So yeah, um, I don't know, man. That's a tough one, Tony. I, I, Oof. I think you're anger, angering a lot of people just by postulating that, though. <laughs> what's, everyone, what's everyone's take on this? Um, do jump in on the Q&A. Um, what, what's your thoughts on, uh, number one, should um, Saturday um, badge holders uh, from the pre-reg be ex should have been excluded from Open Online? And also what's to uh, what Tony has just said regarding should there just be a one sale for everyone, um, no pre-registration, just straight back into it? Okay, um, we moved then, so the uh, preview night sold out on at uh, uh, 9.33. At 9.39, the Saturday went, and it really was just instant. I mean, I think the one thing we can yep. say about this sale, it was historic. It was um, the fastest badge sale they've ever had. Um, and the Saturday was, um, sorry, running low at uh, 9.39, and then gone a minute later. And then four minutes after that, the Fridays had gone. Yep. Um, at which point, people were just starting to vent and spleen on the various social medias, um, because obviously, Fridays and Saturdays, the two big popular days. Um, was there any comments that anyone spotted that certainly jumped out and uh, attracted their attention? <laughs> things, were, things were selling out so fast that it, the one thing I did notice that was frustrating was that I, I guess it, it's based on when you join the waiting room, the, the yellow bar only refreshes every two minutes. So with things selling out, you know, a minute, a minute, a minute, like I was still showing that Saturday tickets were for sale on one of my screens when not only were they gone, but also Friday was gone. You Twitter know, so was, there could have been a little confusion there. Twitter was a good feed for that information because um, obviously people were going into mm -hmm. sessions and relaying what they were being shown on screen. They got that information out before CCI certainly did. I mean, I was I was following Twitter as best as I possibly could because, like Tony says, the uh, the, the hashtag the SDCCOOR. Hashtag was just refreshing. Uh, it was so fast. <laughs> I I didn't pay any attention to Twitter. I had 
three chats going um, with all of my member, my group leaders, and just trying to sling badges, you know, between between groups towards the end of it. Once Friday and Saturday it sold out. We were getting a lot of uh, some groups hadn't done as well, so they were passing it along to other groups. And uh, yeah, I, I, hats off to you guys who managed to do Twitter because <laughs> I, I, there was no way I could manage that one. <laughs> in addition to everything else that's going on. So, but I, what do people think about the CCI messaging? You guys, you guys all like the messaging, huh? I don't know. I, First, I, I, I found them amusing. I mean, I, I did a post uh, a week ago about the pre-reg yeah. <laughs> uh, comedy hour, um, yeah. which I, and I think they did the, the fair share again. I was expecting a, like I say, a couple more other <laughs> geek relevant, um, yeah. uh, Comments, but I think they got their fair share in. Um, I, I, I found them amusing, and I've screen capped as many as I possibly can, and I, I'll be doing another one of those. <laughs> you know, I, I did want to comment on the value of. Uh, um, I, I think you just touched on it, uh, Lenny. That um, the value of the Comic Con tribe doing the the updating because a lot of it is it's all about managing expectation, and I think when you're going in, and really when the the early days of, of open registration, when you would get on, and then all suddenly just Saturday badge is just gone. Um, the shock and all of that really was created a lot of disillusionment. So I, I do think I do appreciate that CCI is doing the um, Saturday badge is low, and then as well on Twitter, as people are also indicating, reflecting the same thing, and also saying, "Hey, Saturday ran out." That does help to um, sort of prepare people for the bad news, and I think so. I think that's a valuable part of. <laughs> um, uh, what the Comic Con community that provides on Twitter and on the forums and, and whatnot. Yeah, I think that, like I say, between the two, uh, the the fans letting everybody know, and also CCI themselves. I think they they did a good job of keeping everyone up to date, especially when, like you say, them they, they just did sell out so fast. So Friday went at um, 9:43. Sunday went at um, and let me just say that get me uh, my notes right. Uh, Sunday was low, sorry, oh, at um, at uh, 9.55, and then completely done and dusted at 9.59. Uh, so it got it snuck under the wire. It was under under the hour, and um, I, I I was I mean I was in shock around the 20 to 10 mark um, when I was just thinking just how fast these were selling through. Um, then I, it's, it's like I, uh, I've, I've said on, on numerous occasions, when you've got uh, half a million fans on Facebook group alone, um, that's just an indicator of just how many people. I mean, I know that San Diego Comic Con unofficial blog were talking a million people possibly hitting that site and all aiming for, what, eight, 18, 90,000 badges. At the end of the day, there's going to be some massive disappointments and the, it, I'm, I think it says a lot about the process that they've introduced at CCI that it is so streamlined that badges can sell out that quickly I, I wish that there was something that we could say that put it forward more forcefully to people from far away don't buy your plane tickets before you get your badge I cannot tell you, that was the most heart-wrenching, 
you know, I, we're planning our, our honeymoon. We've organized it around Comic-Con. We've already bought our plane tickets. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, but you you open your – I just wish that they would put that across the top of the website. Don't buy your plane tickets before you get your badge. Yeah, don't buy your hotel rooms. Or don't – yeah, don't <laughs> – considering that's the next uh, thing you're going to be <laughs> looking at. Absolutely. So um, let's talk to uh, Jeff regarding um, his situ- um, how you were involved, because obviously you were buying for your badges. Um, what what did you do to prepare, and what was um, your situation? Well, so I, I to prepare, I joined one of the the buy groups, you know, on, on the forums, which uh, worked out beautifully. Um, uh, I think I think from our group, I'd say probably about two thirds of the people managed to get their tickets. So that's a pretty good percentage, um, at least from mm-hmm. our group. Um, How big was the group? Forty-five, I think. Forty-five people. So you know, decent-sized group, and you know, by now, granted, not everyone got all, all four days by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I only think I only think about six or seven people managed to pull that off. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people were getting, you know, Thursday, Thursday, Sunday. I think there were a lot of people got through. But what happened for me was. A little stressful, so I get into the. Finally, one of one of my monitors pops that I can get in, hop on, type in my user ID. It tells me no. I'm like, oh, oh crap! <laughs> so I type in my wife's user ID. It tells me no. You already have you already have uh, stuff associated with your with your account. You are not eligible for this badge sale. I started freaking out because you know I set in during the pre-reg, so I didn't know if there was something wrong. So, and I know we've got the 15 minute window, so time is ticking, time is ticking. Finally, after trying it multiple different ways, I just said screw it and bought tickets for three other people in my group and just figured I was SOL. Um, so I managed to get three other people's Thursday, Sunday tickets. Um, That's paying it man. Which was great, you know, and I, I, at that point I was kind of despondent. I might have vented on Twitter a little bit, uh, <laughs> you know, because, you know, we, those of us that do plan for it and do want to go every year and do want to experience, you know, it's a, this isn't a local convention, you know, traveling, Leonard, you know, traveling great distances. It's a huge expense. It's a lot of time off from work. It's a vacation, essentially. It's not just going to a convention for a weekend, you know, so. I was watching my summer vacation slip away, and I, I I got a little sad. And obviously, so did other people, and they called the called the uh, the cops there with whatever that siren was. Um, <laughs> so, but you know, so at the end of the sale, you know, I I managed to get a message from Alyssa who told me, hey, by the way, you've got tickets, and I was extremely confused. What had happened was Alyssa had put me into another buy group as well. They managed to get tickets before I got in the waiting room. But there was no communication back and forth, which yeah. caused the confusion. So I'm not complaining at all. I'm super happy I get in. And in fact, I got to be honest with you. Even if I didn't get tickets, I wasn't going to complain because what you said, based on how ticket sales went years ago, this is just unbelievably streamlined, and it's hard to complain. I would much rather it be a random system than who's got the better, faster internet connection. So, you know, I wasn't going to complain either way. I was just going to be sad and cry in the corner for a while. But luckily, not the case. Sure. I I, I put you in as my friend. So it was, <laughs> that was... <laughs> I love well, you. Just a, <laughs> well, so that, I mean, that's just kind of one of those hierarchies of how the buying, how buying groups work. 
in the groups that I belong to, you've got the the full-on members, and I'm trying to get my hands right. You've got the full-on members um, who you're committed to buy, right? You're committed to buying for first, and once those people are done um, and have gotten the best that they're going to get, then you go to uh, friends of friends. So, and I, I put I you down on on the secondary list um, on, on the on my on my group. So. That's why you got the the error message. I I also was in, and I had a couple of codes and was able to get in when Thursday, Friday, and Sunday were available, and it got that error message quite a bit that 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 mm -hmm. t that member ID was already in use or, or had already been bought for. Um, so it's it. It's tricky going through that and with that time constraint of 15 minutes. But as Leonard said, I just breathed and concentrated and focused and was able to yeah. get it done. <laughs> it's all you can do. It really is. I'm just trying to uh, get an idea of uh, other people's experiences as well on the um, uh, bear with me on the uh, Q A's. Um, Basically, we've got a number of people who've uh, been uh, very lucky on the badge sale. And, uh, Betsy Woodden has uh, commented, uh, thank goodness for the Facebook group. Uh, during pre-sales, Stephanie got mine, and during register sales, uh, Zaymara got my sons. I'll try and repay them with helping them get Nerd HQ, Kevin Smith, and Hardwick tickets. Mm -hmm. It's all about paying it forward. That's all the, yes. the, the, badge, the badge sale's about, Absolutely. Uh, so thank you very much indeed to uh, Betsy for that uh, comment. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Uh, Gary Grigley is asking, uh, does anyone know how many tickets were on sale yesterday? I think this is just going to be an endless uh, debate, uh, debated question. Um, I, I, I know that some San Diego Comic-Con blog talk about um, 50,000, 60,000. I don't think it's that less. Uh, or that few, sorry. I think it is more in the region of 90 to 100. I think it's more two-thirds than... Uh, uh, I don't think they sell that many in pre-reg. Well, um, the... Um, so, again, I know a lot of this is speculation. Um, the, the, the the sound of numbers at one point, as far as uh, fact-checked, were um, a, a, probably a couple years back. Um, I... 60% uh, pre-reg, 40% uh, open-reg, and I know that number has shifted. That number shifted a little bit. It's closer to the 50-50% range now. Um, but also, mind you, that it's, that only about 100,000 tickets go on actual sale because about 30,000 will go to professionals, exhibitors, volunteers, all that stuff. So it's only about 100,000 pure. And uh, so the the numbers um, about 50k is probably about right. And, uh, you know, oh, that's wow. those numbers are a couple years old, but um, it's it's probably within that range. Okay, all right, okay. I I, I think I'm just being very optimistic about um, how many they're actually giving to professionals and press and. But um, obviously, yeah, no, the, the the math it. it, it Kind of have to do do that. Okay, um, let's see what else we've got. Uh, Neil Williamson. Although our group uh, did not necessarily get all the budget days wanted, all of our pre-range uh, pre teams got something. Um, I think um, that's 
I mean, that's how badge teams have been um, received uh, when it comes to the the badge sales because it, it's just it's the best way to to go. It really is. Um, a couple of questions that came up on on Twitter too. Go for it. Um, someone asked about uh, when will resale uh, happen, and um, I think this is a another heartbreaking sort of. Uh, you know, answer that there probably won't be a resale. Last year was the first time that there wasn't a resale. So typically all the press and everyone else who get their badges resell their badge back to Comic-Con, and then there's a smaller batch sale, which is literally like six or 7,000 badges. Um, but that re- that resale for the first time did not happen last year, and they've already indicated that it probably won't happen this year. So really this past open registration was probably the last opportunity to get a ticket. Sure. Um, we've had a question um, following on the back of uh, your description of what you got up to, uh, Jeff. What days did you get? I, I I almost feel bad for saying it, but I mean, I got all four days with preview night, and my wife got four days without the preview night. So no, no complaints at all. This will be the first year I actually get in to see preview night. So I'm kind of excited to walk around and do some photography when the crowds aren't quite so packed, you know? Well, maybe three, four years ago. Uh, in 2015, I think most people agree that preview night is as busy as a regular day nowadays. Ah, don't tell me that. <laughs> Sorry, man. It, uh, I mean, when I, I mean, my first uh, Comic Con was uh, 2010, and yeah, I, you could just wander around and you had arm space, and it wasn't, it was great, it, but not anymore. It's uh, very well, much a very a busy day. Fortunately, there actually has been a little more management towards that because uh, around 11, 12, uh, 13, they were more liberal with the uh, the number that they were allotting for a preview night, and they've actually are trying to scale it back some. So I think um, if I think we'll, it'll feel a little bit better last year, this year, um, hopefully in the future. But it definitely, as Lenny alluded to, um, around that era, um, it, it swelled to its highest number because mm-hmm. they were giving away a lot more of the preview than they were. Currently, yeah, I know that um, people have been talking that um, you're not going to be seeing the stickers this year, or if you do, you're not going to be seeing as many. That's for certain. Uh, so maybe they they are going to uh, uh, limit those and uh, try and make preview night once again a little bit more easier to to manage. I had another question come up. Go for it. Throw it out. Um, people are asking uh, when will they get their email confirmation, and then. Will the email confirmation go to me if someone else purchased the badge? Like, how does that work? Yeah. Um, The email, it should go to the member ID that's attached to the purchase. So you should get your own email, uh, your own personalized email confirmation. But when that email goes out, some people are already getting it today. It might go tomorrow. So you just have to hang tight. I wouldn't panic until it's been like a few days or longer. Sure, especially if you've had any issues with your uh, credit card as well, because um, CCI or Epic uh, do actually um, uh, contact people directly uh, if there are any issues with your credit card. Yeah, the, um, the, most, the most important thing is check your credit card. If it's been charged, you're fine. You will, it will get worked out. But if it doesn't get charged, it's been a few days, and you probably should be concerned after that. Absolutely. Uh, two yeah, years I was in contact with somebody who had been contacted by Epic saying that their credit card was never 
was incorrect and never charged. They didn't follow up on it. This person did not follow up on it. And he eventually finally followed up on it about five months later and was <laughs> able to purchase his badge. Now, this is back this is back before <laughs> all the craziness. So I'm sure that the systems are much better this time around. So you do have a couple of days, you know, weeks to to get it sorted. I wouldn't worry about a cre- a bad credit card number um yeah. mistyped in at all. Yeah, so an hour before we went on, I got my email from Epic already um, with the credit card, you know, statement saying everything went through okay. And with the, I think it says about 72 hours for barcodes to go out is the approximate, you know, wait time. So people should should start seeing stuff today. Um, at well, least people, if, people were receiving sort of confirmation emails up to so like six hours after the actual batch. Oh they were they were they were on that straight away. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of questions coming in on the uh, hashtag. Um, we've got Dan Page, who's asking, um, do you guys think they should hold sales over multiple days, um, reducing the number and doing multiple-day um, sales? What's your thoughts on that? It's an interesting idea, and I actually I like that on first blush. Um, I think, and that would certainly address the people... Uh, there's a certain cl- folk of people that need to work on weekends. They're in the service industry. And, and so if you had one like on Wednesday and on a Saturday, it would uh, half, you know, like 30% of the badges on Wednesday. I think even, um, what's BlizzCon does that. They've got it on two different days. Mm. Um, I think it's, so, uh, it, uh, okay. No. Okay. I mean, I would personally think that um, perhaps CCI and Epic wouldn't particularly like the idea of three days of bile and hatred being thrown in their direction, and they might as well just have it all in one go and just have one day of bile and hatred. Um, If you really want to um, see some special individuals and their views, uh, if you go to the uh, Twitter account of uh, Comic-Con, which is um, comic underscore con, and find the uh, tweet which they sent out saying that the badges had all so, uh, sold out. Have a look at the replies and um, see um, what fun and games that they receive in their social media uh, management team. Don't don't do it. It's a trap. Don't don't. Yes. Look. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We, you know, I think Lenny, to your question, I think again, I'm all for simplicity, and I just think they just you, you just keep it as easy and explainable yep. as possible because as soon as you know, just the introduction of the member ID and the registration links and emails and all that, just those simple steps have created a, a, an incredible amount of complexity for the fans. And so I just think you keep it this, you know, same day, simple, and even getting rid of – I know we all, like, jeered at the whole – the removal of the four-day badge. But, you know, what? actually, it's just simple. Just make it about the each day individually – not trying to create another badge type. That's why they don't have like like many other conventions have like VIP packages and all these multiple layer badge. I just think this because of this magnitude of this show, it just has to be a simple simple to me. Sure, that makes sense. In what you're saying makes sense. I'm just approaching it from I'm a person that works on the weekends on occasion, so I know how I, I had to say to my boss. <clears throat> 
Okay, I'm going to, I, I'm, I'm guessing, but I'm going to have to take either this Saturday, this Saturday, or this Saturday off, and I'll let you know three days beforehand. And yeah. thankfully, I've got a good boss, you know, well, but I can certainly imagine the person that, <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah. Well, and that goes uh, back to what we talked about last week, though. I mean, I really think that there's no reason for the notice for when bad sale is going to be to come out the week of. Like, I, it just makes no sense to me why they can't give a couple weeks notice now with all the, with all the gateways they put in place to where it doesn't matter if the link gets shared out or anything else. There's no reason not to give people two, three weeks notice so that people in your situation can take off work if they're really, you know, insistent right. like, I want to get a badge. Right. That makes sense, actually. I would go, I would like, I would like that better than, than maintaining the current system. Um, I'm just reading a couple of the comments. Um, I am going to go back to the Q&A, but so a couple of comments coming through on the hashtag. Uh, this is from Lee Snowden. Um, as well as having 800,000 people trying to get badges, how many of them have multiple IDs as well? I'd be happy going back to the pre-waiting room system. I think I did better with that system. <laughs> with, with all the crashes? <laughs> you like yeah, crashes? I, I remember crashes yeah. left, right and center. I think, no, sorry, Lee, on this one you're going to get um, a thumbs down from all of us on that one. Um CUS is is a real thing, and, you know, and it, it happens to everybody. It happens to the um, the festival in Arizona, Conchilla. It happened to the Olympics. It's it happens all the time, and there's really not much that can, that can be done technologically about it, and it's got to be thought through um, in in the waiting room ideas and and a variety of other ways. I'm not sure so, how's it, how's it, maybe I'm naive, but how is a person getting multiple member IDs since when you do your badge pickup, you have to show your ID and then that ID is tied to, you know, the, the, the system cross checks itself so it doesn't have duplicates. So I'm not, I don't know how you get multiple IDs. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think with it, it's just a case of uh, the ability to get into the waiting room and just improve your odds, creating almost like your own separate badge team, as it were. Well, yeah, um, I understand that. I'm just saying that I just don't think that's a, that's that's a legitimate tactic because the system does weed out multiple similar IDs. So anyway, okay. I, I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, okay. Let's see what we've got here. Uh, any other questions that have come in um, from your sides? I uh, know Dennis, nothing. Uh, no. Okay. I see I hear well, nothing. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll toss this one out there real quick. I, I saw this this comment come up quite a bit, actually. People requesting perhaps separate badge sales for Hall H alone. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, I, I know that we like simple stuff, but there are people that just want to go for Hall H and nothing else. Should there be a separate badge pool for them? I don't know how I feel either way. I saw um, Tony shaking his head, Doris. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I just think that, again, you're just asking for trouble because the, if you buy, if you get a separate Hall H badge, then um, you there's a sense of expectation, a higher sense of expectation that you're going to be able to get into Hall H. Oh, and so true, now you're true. talking about selling the exact numbers, and then if those exact people don't show up, then there's empty chairs, and then 
if people if you oversell that number, then those, some people don't get in, and they're even more angry because they had bought the special haulage. So I just think that there is a again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I think just if you make it too complex, then it just ends up causing more disappointments in it. And so, um, and you, as we all seen, the the, the Hall H uh, beast is so organic that sometimes it's easier to walk in, and other times it's it's not. And so there's been um, on Thursday afternoons, Sunday afternoons, you've been able to walk in uh, or at least wait shorter than expected. And then you know I know Friday and Saturday will be long no matter what, but right. uh, I think part of the um, part of the culture of Comic-Con is, you know, waiting in line and being a little bit more organized with your, your, your approach to Hall H. But I think if you, I think you just, I think just adding the whole wristband thing last year was already tough as it was, let alone, you know, making specific Hall H badges. I'm, I'm really, I'm hoping that um, they've learned any kind of lessons from that wristband system because, um, I mean, you could see what the intent was. You absolutely could see what they were trying to do. And the hardcore fans managed to circumvent and make it um, more issues again off the back of what they introduced. It was really kind of... You can imagine the frustration on CCI's part because they were trying their best to kind of allow people not to uh, line up that early, and it still kind of happened. Um, We've got a question from Kate H. Um, Any plans to discuss... Hotel Apocalypse in the oh. coming weeks. Oh boy, heads in hands, man. Heads in hands. Uh, yes. I just recovered from this stress. I don't. I don't need to think about the next batch of stress. Oh. You know, there's, there there has been a lot of talk about that, but it, it really isn't as as bad as I think we lump it into the general stress of the convention. But you know, you get on and it. You know, you fill out the form. It takes like four minutes, and then you send it off, and then you just wait patiently for the email. But it's it certainly isn't the waiting room sort of hour of soul sucking sort of uh, you know experience as badge sales is. So I don't think it's as bad. I mean, I think it is. You, it can be disappointing for sure. But again, if you work in groups and you're organized and you know what you're exactly what you want, then um, typically those who are more prepared end up winning out. Uh, a couple of comments coming in on the Q&A. Neil Williamson has turned around and said he's already received payment emails for people that were bought for. So the emails are going out. So if you are um, waiting on those, they are heading out in your direction. So uh, do keep your eye on your inbox. Uh, Michael Leventhal is uh, saying um, he would prefer no separate sales. Uh, the point of Comic-Con is making the choice of what you want to do. Um, I think that was referring to the Paul H. Uh, uh, question. Uh, statement from earlier. It, it makes sense that I mean I think the idea of the ability to just okay that's to that's looking really busy. Mm-hmm. What's that over there? And instead of focusing on and we do we focus on the big rooms, the um, the ballroom twenties, the um, six VCFs, the uh, hall H's. When there are the smaller panels, which absolutely have some uh, incredible content, which kind of leads me on to uh, Tony. Are you uh, intending to uh, be hosting a panel at Comic-Con this year again? Well, there's always a hope. So we'll how, <laughs> how, how does that process work? When, if, if, say, somebody wanted to create a, or a put a panel together, how, how does that process actually work? Uh, first, you have to find an unblemished goat. 
and you need to oh. build an altar, and then um, pull out a very sharp knife, start from the throat, and work with uh, You know the. I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Hold on. <laughs> uh, when when the, the there is an open registration for for programming, I'm not sure when that is exactly, but uh, once you request a a program application, then you you know you fill it out and send it off away, and you you just pray. So for for Comic Con, like m- many conventions, but Comic Con specifically, they are they kind of have a uh, they're trying to fill a quota of certain type of panels, and so you know they are not one to just accept anything, and they definitely want the highest quality of programming as possible. So. Um, it it kind of depends on what you want to say, who do you want to say it to, uh, the guests that are involved. So it's 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 not so easy to say, hey, do this type of panel and then you'll get accepted. It really depends on you know the what, what they need what they need to fill at that particular uh, time in the process. So um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that's all. Well, I mean, I it's the one panel that's. Uh, I've always wanted to get to, and for some reason, it always seems to be scheduled against other things that I'm wanting to see. But uh, the your di- uh, uh, the diversity panel that you run, I mean, I keep hoping that you. I mean, there has been some. If you do go onto YouTube and uh, do check, uh, search for uh, uh, Crazy for Comic Con or Tony Kim's uh, diversity panels, they are brilliant and highly entertaining panels. And I really, oh, would che- I, I, I really would check them out. I don't know if I'm doing it again this year. I'm just gonna, you know, I'll try and see, and we'll, we'll, you know, I'll announce that as soon as I hear something. I might not get any panels. Who knows? So. Excellent. Okay. Um, I think that's pretty much us, because uh, I want to try and keep these under an hour or in the hour straight. Uh, thank you very much indeed to everybody who has commented on the Q and A. Uh, just a, a just a couple more um, regarding. Stuff that we've talked about. Uh, Gene Taylor Lacaro. Um, I copied my code, but then it said it didn't match, match when I tried to enter it, and then I had to try to get onto CCI registration, which at that point it was slow. I think a number of people had uh, the the same issues, and when it said that it, it didn't match, I think that's where um, CCI actually did make sh- uh, uh, a comment on the uh, yellow status bar, not to put any spurious uh, spaces in there or just. Mm-hmm. Kind of slow down and just uh, you've got the hour to get that in there. Uh, so thank you very much indeed to uh, to your comment. Uh, hey, can you... I uh, say one thing real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, the w- w- I know a lot of people were out of luck getting Comic Con tickets. So an alternative would be WonderCon. That's in Anaheim here in Orange County, and uh, it's a really great show. It's about half the size, maybe about fifty, sixty thousand people. But it has a lot of the same experiences and a lot of the same culture. It's an incredible cosplay show. And uh, for those people who are in the same region here in Southern California or in L.A. or surrounding states, it's a really great show to go to. So if you can't go to that to Comic-Con, then definitely check out WonderCon. I, I will be doing a panel there as well. Uh, I'll send out details about that. But it's, a, it's an awesome show. So it's a great alternative if you didn't get the Comic-Con tickets. I'll be attending it for the first time this year. With me. Oh, great. That's cool. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Nice. It's from what I've, I've heard. It's a, you know, San Diego Comic Con 10 years ago. So I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I did yeah. quite like the uh, tweet that went out, um, yesterday that the moment that the, uh, badge sale, uh, completed, um, 
and obviously people were uh, slightly disappointed. And the tweet basically said, uh, well, expect WonderCon tickets to sell out as of today. Because uh, obviously uh, everyone was going to WonderCon as the uh, as a section, second option. The guest list is incredible. Um, if you do go on to uh, comic-con.org, uh, look at the guest list for WonderCon. It really is an impressive lineup. In the past couple of years, WonderCon has um, come very close to selling out. In fact, I think in uh, 2012, I think it's sold out at the show. But I do predict that it will sell out earlier this year, so you guys to get tickets. Don't wait for the last second. It, it sold out um, before the show last year, if I recall correctly. Um, I do, I do want to talk about hotels, and I know it's kind of ugh, but... I do want to mention that the forum is going to be doing hotel exchanges again this year. Um, I think we're going to try and shift focus a little bit from being a general um, hotel exchange into perhaps working within the existing groups. So uh, Transmute has a group, and we'll probably work within that group for our members and so forth down the line. Um, there will still be the general uh, spreadsheet for everybody uh, for everybody else who's not part of a group yet. Um, the push is to get people organized into groups so that they can build the trust and work together for other things in addition to tickets. Hotels, exclusives, line buddies, you know, the whole the whole gambit. Because when you trust people, it's it's a better con. Yeah, it is. Hey, Alyssa, Alyssa, big props to you and the Friends of CCI. It's really an amazing service that you guys are offering, and not enough people are are taking advantage of it. I mean, I know there's a lot of people already involved, but certainly a lot more would benefit from utilizing that community. And so thanks for your leadership in that. And, you know, I know there's a lot of fans that are going to be grateful for um, what your what your site offers. Thank you, thank you. Uh, that's nice to hear, Tony. And yeah. thanks for mentioning this on, on your your um, the last thing you did, which is great. I tried to give it some publicity, but really nice service of introduction for people on places to go and services and just how to get people into the tribe of Khan uh, because it's it's a wonderful community and. We we do a great service when we're open. When we start closing down and saying, "Oh, these people aren't true con," that's when it stops. That's that. <laughs> when it stops being fun. Yes, yeah. exactly. So thank and you for it, keeping it open. <laughs> and I know we're all just sort of um, like lavishing the love on each other, but <laughs> back uh, Lenny, 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 I do appreciate the fact that you're very inclusive with the Comic Con community because. It's, uh, you know, I, I certainly don't believe that the, that the information are, should belong to any sort of gatekeepers, but everyone should be able to share everything that they know, and the tribe beyond uh, is way larger than any uh, one group, and so the fact that you're always inviting people, you're having different guests on, you're, you're elevating, giving other people a voice, I think is, uh, brings great value, and so thanks for doing that. So, Thank and you. then uh, uh, the mighty Jared, you're just a handsome dude. And you are a good-looking fellow. Aw, look at that. You elevate, you elevate the um, the show just by your face. <laughs> yes, you you serve no purpose whatsoever, but you look pretty. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Okay, that's fine. You're, 
you're the eye candy of the uh, of the show, so. Yeah, no. sure as hell ain't me. So yeah, I'm I'm down with him taking that role. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, um, we are going to be covering hotel uh, the hotel bash, uh, hotel sale in a future um, episode of the Hangout. Uh, possibly not next week. I think I've got something a little bit special planned for next Sunday. So do join us next week at ten o'clock Pacific, um, one o'clock um, Eastern, and six o'clock GMT. Uh, we are also, uh, as uh, Neil Williamson has just suggested, I think we need to do a Hall H special one week discussing uh, what that, uh, as uh, Tony has described it, the beast, um, the best ways to approach it, uh, what you can expect to see in Hall H, because we have had one or two people say, what exactly is Hall H? It's understandable. It's uh, something that a lot of us talk about, and I think we should uh, discuss it. So, yeah, absolutely, we will be covering that in a future episode. Right, thank you very much indeed to everybody for joining us. Um, I hope we helped uh, talk you through the, uh, the the melee that was the open uh, online badge sale. I'd like to thank my guests once again. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Alyssa, um, where can people find you online? Friendsofcci.com forward slash forum. That's, that's your location for, for joining groups, information, uh, tips, tricks, what to put in your backpack, all of that. <laughs> and also you can uh, check, um, uh, you can talk to Alyssa as well uh, on the Twitter on Friends of CCI as well. But she doesn't particularly do Twitter too much, so, okay. The I go without looking at it, so don't expect <laughs> the form is better. <laughs> okay, um, thank you very much indeed to uh, Jeff for joining us. Thanks for uh, telling us about your experience on the badge sale. Uh, where can people find you? And uh, indeed, I don't. In case uh, people missed last week's episode, what is your site all about? Oh yeah. So uh, thanks for having me on the show. First off, I appreciate it. Thank you, Alyssa, and thanks for the great compliments there, Tony. I'm looking forward to your panel again this year. Uh, last year was awesome. So uh, definitely, if you if you do have the panel, those of you listening, make sure you check it out because it was fantastic. Um, people can find me at thejerd.com, which is my geek-friendly superhero fitness site. Uh, and, of course, you can also reach me on Twitter where I'm talking about comic books and fitness all the time, at the Mighty Jerd. Sorry, I, I muted my microphone, so I wasn't going to be copying all over the place and it kind of backfired because I didn't uh, unmute it. And um, last but not least, thank you very much, indeed for Tony for joining us. Uh, hopefully uh, you'll come back uh, at another point between now and July. Um, where can people find you and... Uh, what is crazy for Comic-Con all about on the website? Uh, yeah, you can uh, find me on uh, MySpace. I'm exclusively on MySpace, so you know, definitely check me out there. Hey, we're, I need to get these like fancy lower thirds going on, because did y'all get that like off eBay, or where'd you get these? I, anyway, I'll, I'll get my... I'll get my, I'll get there's my, a, there's, a kick, there's a Kickstarter for the mother, I think. Okay, alright, I'll get, I'll get on that. Every, right everyone's, I, everyone's crowdsourcing nowadays, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, what, it's what all the kids are doing. Uh, yeah, anyway, crazyforcomiccon.com, and, and, you know, I just write about stuff, and more things and stuff, all the things and stuff, and, uh, yeah, I'm at, I'm at the Long Beach Comic Con this next weekend, moderating some panels, and then, uh, WonderCon, and hopefully Las Vegas Comic Con, I'm not sure about that one, but, so you should be hearing a, a lot more about some other conventions here shortly. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed, Tony. Um, you can find myself, uh, Lennon Sultana, at uh, EnglishmanSDCC. 
Uh, you can also just type it into Google. You'll find me on numerous uh, social medias, including Google Plus at google.com slash plus symbol and Englishman in San Diego. Uh, once again, thank you very much indeed to all my guests for joining us. Um, hopefully we'll have um, some news in the next couple of days of a rather special hangout next Sunday. Uh, hopefully we've got some uh, special guests that I think you'll uh, enjoy and uh, hopefully you'll join us next week for another cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. That's where I'm heading now. I'm going to go and find a kettle and fill a cup and I'm having a cup of tea because I ha I'm missing my cup of teas now. Okay. Thank you very much indeed, everybody. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs>